Hey, what's good, organic lovers? It's your girl, Keandra, along with my husband, Jesse. And we'd like to take the time to thank you guys for checking us out. We really believe that the podcast will bless you. So make sure you tune in with ears ready to receive a lot of organic love nuggets. Hey, 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 thank you for tuning in to Organic Love Radio, where we're going to be talking about real life situations that happen to real people. Today's episode is generational curse breakers. We're going to dive into the topic about generational curse breakers and what we believe generational curse breakers are. And then we're going to talk about generational blessings. Um, One of the first questions that we're going to start off with is what are some of the things that we've done in our life that has caused us to be generational curses? And Jesse's gonna start. Well, when I think about some of the things that uh I've been through and some of the things that I experienced, I something that jumps out at me uh the most is okay, so I, I just start with like thinking about my relationship with my parents, basically. When I think about my dad, he's a cool guy, you know what I'm saying? Um you know what I'm saying? Like, we have a pretty decent relationship, you know, at this particular point. But when I was a child, uh, he really wasn't in the picture a lot um, because of the situation that him and my mother had, you know. Um, he pretty much had somebody. And then him and my moms, you know, they was kicking it, I guess, on the side or doing their thing or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Me, as a young kid, I didn't know that. And... Um, I just know that he really wasn't in my life uh, pretty much most of my childhood. You know, uh, he definitely helped financially. Uh, I I can uh, say that he did do that, you know. But uh, as far as, like, being there, uh, you know, teaching me things that uh, a father should teach, uh, you know, a son, you know, that kind of really didn't happen. And so, you know, just thinking about that whole situation. And, you know, and I just want to add, too, like, you know, I feel like, uh, my dad, he probably did the best what he knew how to do with the right, situation right, at hand. You right, know, right. I'm not even like just trying to talk down on him or nothing like that. I mean, it was what it was and it is what it is. But, you know, just going through that situation, I felt like I want to be a try to be a better father than uh, what my dad was doing. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to do a little bit better or do more than what he was doing. And so that had me to have a mindset of, Whenever I had children, I wanted to try to be there, you know, when they had, you know, sporting events, if they had award ceremonies and different things like that. You know, me growing up, uh, I was a, um, a top sports person, you know, in, in high school. And so, you know, my dad never really came to any of my award ceremonies and stuff like that. And so that just motivated me to break uh, that generational curse, I believe, as far as the, re- the relationship between father and son or even just father and child to where the, you know, the dad would pretty much be there and get an opportunity to impart into the child uh, positive and, uh, you know, just respectful things that uh, a dad should do and, and teach a child, you know. And so for me, that was like very major. And like like I said, me being a, 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 gr- a young man, that was very, very much part of my mission that I believe that uh, was on my heart to try to be a better parent and like be there for my kids you know what I'm saying 
before I dive into my part of what I believe that I've done in my family uh, to overcome generational curses, like hearing you and then I'm evaluating my own life. Do you think that because we are generational curse breakers, that there are times that we overcompensate because of things that we lacked from previous people in our lives that were supposed to teach us and train us up? Do you think that because we we're put in that position to where we're trying to break something? Do you think that there is all that there could be a time to where we overcompensate just because we we're trying to break something? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day. Um, when you think about you breaking that, you you could be like you're gonna be the person breaking the mold, right? So when you think about that, you don't have a blueprint of basically how to do it, right? Right. So right, right. it's uh, it's it could be a very thin line between you going too far into trying to do too much and and trying to have a balance to where you can like balance it and be like, okay, I'm not going overboard with me trying to spoil my kid or trying to do too much for them, but at the same time, having the balance of, you know, staying on them like I'm supposed to and not giving them too much leeway yeah. when they messing up or, you know, just things of that nature. So it's a it's a real thin line between you having balance with you trying to do it because you don't want to get to the point, like you're saying, where you, you overly doing uh, what you're trying to do and the, with the mission that you believe that you're trying to accomplish with breaking that generational curve. That right there, that was some wisdom right there. And that was major um, because I was just, you know, evaluating my my personal life and situation. And um, what you said was key, like having balance to that. Being a generational curse breaker is going to take uh, that balance and that wisdom. So that was a good organic love nugget. And that, what kind of just made me think about it, too, is like you can see at times to where you have people that will actually spoil their kids too much because that uh for the lack of the parent that they had not being there right they can get to the point to where they're almost spoiling the kid and you're actually hurting the kid because Ooh. it's it's sometimes <laughs> it may think that it may be things that they might need to go through and they need to learn their own but you're saving them from everything you you won't allow them to experience to go through anything from the experiences that you've experienced and so a lot of time you could actually be you know, like I said, hurting the child by right. not allowing them right. to learn right. uh, by their mistakes or letting even letting them even make mistakes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Every time they get in a, a, a financial bond or anything, or even you know when they become young adults, you're saving them every time. So right. they so they so they have no uh, wisdom or, or they not getting any knowledge of how to possibly go through a, a struggling season so they can actually learn from that on their own. That's because it's like hearing you saying that and the, the visual that I got in my head was like someone with crutches. They're never going to learn how to rewalk if they stay on the crutch. And that's the same thing with us as parents. If we continue to always save them and be their rescue, there's a difference between being a crutch and being a support system. And I believe that if you never allow them to bump their head from time to time, that's that crutch. They're never going to learn how to be stable and stand on their own two feet. Yeah, you you won't allow them to build the strength that they need to come walk on, on their come own. On, come on, and you got to think about it. When she, once the child hits a certain age and become an adult, they need a certain amount of strength to walk on their own. Yes, and if if they're continuing <laughs> to, uh, like she's saying, lean on you as the crutch, if if something ever happens to you, oh man, like. 
they in trouble. Yeah. If yeah. if you if if somebody is walking on crutches and you just so happen to uh quickly just take the crutches away, they are in trouble. So you definitely want to allow uh God to help you with the situation of you uh raising the kids, like I said, having that balance because you definitely don't want to put them in a situation to where if anything happens to you, then they they pretty much out on their own. Yeah, they out on their own, you know. Wow, wow, wow. Well, I can say like that I think that when he was when we were talking in the beginning about um you know our children and things that we've experienced, I think about me being abused as a child and I never wanted to discipline my kids um, the way that they should have been disciplined. I would always just go to your room. I was like the yeller. I, I was the mama that would yell, but wouldn't do nothing. And that was because me being abused as a child, I always told myself that I don't want to beat my kids because I know what it feels like to be beaten. And that really wasn't helping the situation because they needed some sort of discipline or they wouldn't have learned how to have the morals and you know the respect that they needed not saying that my children were disrespectful but they needed that discipline in their lives to help prepare them to become young adults and adults and parents themselves and it wasn't until jesse and i got together in 2007 that they started getting the discipline that they needed the punishments that they needed instead of me just yelling 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 because the first thing he said was why do you keep having to repeat yourself to your children he was like you shouldn't have to keep telling them over and over to stop doing the thing he was like that's that's not good and i explained to him like i really don't like to discipline them or whoop them because i've been beaten and he showed me that there are different ways that you can discipline your child without beating them you can give them time out you can take something from them you know that mean means something to them if they got that favorite toy hey you can't play with that toy for the rest of the day and that started teaching me parenting skills <laughs> and that was just something that i had to break and i just think that the the abuse that i went through was because that person was abused as a child possibly i know they had a horrible relationship with their father but you know it was just that that was something that i needed to break and i didn't know how to and and me on the other side of it i possibly was the one that would uh let my kids get away with a, a little bit of extra at times uh and you know she will possibly try to bring that to my attention I, de- I, I believe I definitely am, uh, you know, more disciplinary. I grew up in a very disciplined home. and uh, But at the same time, I still have to understand uh, the balance of not letting them get away with too much uh, at, at times, you know. Uh, but um, it definitely was uh, something that I could say that we both learned from, uh, from both different worlds, you know, as far as her. Uh, coming from the world of not wanting to discipline all and me at time wanted to discipline for every little bitty thing and so mm. that's also something i had to learn to the point to where you know um not discipline for every single thing you know also right. you know right. what i'm saying at, yeah. at, at times i w- i would be a little bit too lenient then at times i'm trying to discipline for every single thing uh, um you, you look at me wrong you're getting disciplined <laughs> you know what i'm saying but i'm just saying you know just I come from, like, my mom, she was a, a very disciplined woman, you know, getting on us about uh, just about everything. But I know that she wanted the, the best for us. She wanted to see us be the best people that we can be and stuff like that. So, you know, but when you're young, you, you don't really think about it from that perspective. And so, 
uh, like I say, it's just really having that balance uh, as far as and then learning how to discipline your children, the the each particular child. Mm, and that's a whole nother episode in itself called parenting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but to me, for me, I'm gonna go ahead and just share my um, my idea or my list that I have of things that um, I've done that I felt like um, were generational curse breakers. Um, for me, I believe that me keeping my kids, despite me getting pregnant at 15, having three children by the time I was 20, um, for because for me, I was given away. And like Jesse said, it like, how can I say this? When I was given away, I believe my birth mother did the best that she could because she was a young mother herself. And um, I've come and I've grown to the point to where I don't hold that against her. And I believe that that was one of the best decisions that she could have made um, in her life concerning me. And my thing was, I believe that I broke that generational curse because I decided even though I was a young child myself, I didn't, you know, give my kids up. I didn't let anyone else raise them. I took on that responsibility and I, I messed up horribly because I didn't know how to be a parent. But the good thing about it is the grace of God is that he will uh, he will send people in your life and he will allow you to grow. And as I grew, I learned how to become the parent that, you know, he has called and designed me to be. But like I said, I think that one of those generational things that I broke was keeping my children and raising my children and um, just continuing my education. I, I think that that's a barrier that I've broken, uh, you know, going into uh, college, going into grad school, like that's something that's totally different in my immediate family. And uh, I just thank God, you know, that um, I'm able to be that game changer. And I just believe that because I've decided to make that change, that whatever curses were upon my bloodline, that I believe that God is working through me to help um, reverse those curses so that my family can walk in the blessings. I can honestly say that my birth mother, we have a relationship now to where we can talk. And the, the amazing thing about it is that we can talk about the love of God and how amazing Jesus Christ is. And that was something that we never could do. Matter of fact, we didn't even communicate with each other. So I believe that um, God is, you know, used this whole situation, like how Jesse said, once again, I believe our parents did the best that they could. But it's it, like once we stepped into our role and our assignment and began to walk into the blessings of God instead of the curses, I believe that that shift our whole family dynamic. Yeah. You know, uh, just something that jumped out at, at me is just thinking about how I know that me growing up, my mom's, uh, if, when I think about finance, finances, right? Uh, she was a woman that worked hard, you know what I'm saying? She would provide and, you know, my mom, she pretty much would do whatever she needed to do uh, to make sure that we had what we needed, you know, like a hustler. She's going she gonna to get out there, she's going to grind. If she got to, you know, hustle the streets, you know what I'm saying, do whatever she got to do. I remember growing up in different, uh, not so good neighborhoods, you know what I'm saying? Like we living in the hood, we staying in San Antonio and stuff like that, you know, and just seeing how we, she kind of struggled and try to uh, make ends meet and stuff like that, you know. I just believe that uh, at the point where we are in our lives to where not living from check to check and stuff like that or whatever, um, that was something um, that's major for like breaking the uh, that curse. So, mm -hmm. you know, my wife, you know, 
finna be uh graduating getting a master's and you know gonna be making uh, even more money that's gonna be coming into the household so just living in a a stable home you know what i'm saying where um we not moving around you know when i was younger i think my fifth grade year i believe i went to like four different uh primary schools you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. just you know just being stable is, is very uh major to me you know what i'm saying and uh like i said just not living from check to check you know what i'm saying all my life me growing up as a kid i felt like my mom was just like i said trying to do the best that she could and we didn't just have like a couple of grand just in the bank you know what i'm saying just chilling you know what i'm saying and just right, right. for us to be walking into uh, where we're going to be wealthy and, 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 you know what I'm saying, and be the lender and not the borrower, you know what I'm saying, just walking in what God said that we are uh, when it comes to finance is just a beautiful thing. And I believe that that's something that we uh, broke uh, as far as the generation and we're going to pass that down to our kids because we're already installing in them uh, just so much wisdom about even like credit, you know what I'm saying, Under yeah. to understand yeah. stuff like that, you know, that was something that uh, us growing up, we didn't, um, we never got taught that that world as far as uh, owning a home. You know what I'm saying? Like my mom never owned a home. You know what I'm saying? My my sibling never owned a home. I don't believe my grandmother ever owned a home. They always stayed in like apartments and stuff like that or rent houses. So you know what I'm saying? That's just even also something that's major uh, in my life when I see what God has us today. Yeah, I mean, and the thing about it is. Um, we have a clothing line with our business, Ignited Swag Clothing Line. Uh, and you can go to www.ignitedswagclothingline.com. And we have this one shirt that we released, and it's called Faith Restoring Everything Satan Hijacked. And I believe that we... Fresh. Yep. Keep it fresh. And I believe that we have been applying our faith. And we are taking back everything that the enemy has taken, not only from us, but from our parents. I look at my mother, my birth mother, and I and I look at her and I know that she's a very intelligent woman. And I believe that that's where I get a lot of my my brains from, really, my my motivation. Um, when I moved with her, I was 12 years old and I remember seeing her work two one like two and three jobs at a time. And I believe that me watching her work ethic, I believe that that's why I'm so motivated and um my drive is the way it is because I had an example, even my godmother who raised me, I never saw her not working. And I believe that they still instilled in me some really good things. And I just believe that, um, speaking from my bloodline, my biological mother, I believe that the enemy was trying to steal so much from her and I'm her only daughter. And I believe that God has restored that through me to help unlock and reverse the curse that was up on our family. And I believe that my birth mom is about to walk in another level of who she really is because she's drawing closer to God. And I just say that to say that we are restoring everything that Satan has stolen from our bloodline. Like when we unlock stuff and when God uses us to reverse these things in our lineage, I believe that our children, children and our children's children, children are going to experience something that we never got to experience because of our faith and trusting God and that he was going to give us back everything that was stolen from us. It was crazy because my mom's one of the things that I know that she wanted to break as a generational curse was her kids graduating from high school, right? Yep, yep. And then I, I started thinking about that. I'm like, wow, 
I was like, that's amazing. But at the same time, I started thinking, that's a very low goal. Like, to be honest with you, I'm like, you just graduated high school. Like, that was, like, major to her. Yeah. But I'm like, when I start thinking about it at the level of the mindset that God has given me, I start thinking, that's, that's pretty low. Right. But at the same time, I was like, to her, that was major. Yeah. And so we wanted to make sure that we definitely uh, install and, yeah, and set that standard a little bit higher than that. You know what I'm saying? As far as, like... Uh, having a, a successful life for our kids is like possibly going to college and, and uh, completing that. And even if not doing that, uh, venturing into um, the entrepreneur world, which yeah. we have, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Kind of just setting the, the bar a little bit higher. But I thank God that uh, uh, God put it on her heart to at least try to make sure that we got out of high school with that diploma because that was a start to getting getting into college or, or you know getting that decent job or something like that. But as I look at it, I like I, I look back at it, look back at that and see that at least she had a generational uh curse that she wanted to break. She had a goal that right. she had set right. for her kids. And so as uh that was hit, he elevated that with the next generation with me. You know what I'm saying? And so I like I was just thinking about that. I was like, wow, like okay, God is uh, doing that and I believe that even with our kids it's going to even go higher like the it's going yeah it's going to like we trying to set a standard where the shoes are going to even be bigger to feel yes yes because like me right now I'm in grad school and I'm sitting at a 4.0 GPA even when I was an undergrad my GPA was a 3.42 and it's just like we have a son that's in college and I try to drill in him the importance of his grade because I the, the dude is super smart he's super smart and it's like he can make A's effortless without trying and when I see him operating below that like it irritates me because I see so much in him but I try to give him that that push that drive because I see what's in him to do better than me. I, like, I'm not going to be mad when you outdo me. Outdo me because that's why I'm setting these goals and the standards so high so that you can, you know, do that with your children so that they can be, you know, geniuses and do extraordinary things. Yeah, you know, I, I really believe that as we continue to go down this path, you know, people are going to look back at our lineage and a lot of times they probably not even going to know that we came from these worlds where we were struggling as we were. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, Ooh, so yes. that's, that, that's the goal to where, you know what I'm saying, our grandkids would be like, they, they would never know. Food yeah, they would never know what it's like to, you know, be living from check to check. You know what I'm saying? They would never know what it's like to you know saying have to put a meal together with the scraps that you got you know what i'm saying that's that's where we're going we're breaking that to where uh they're going to be wealthy but at the same time they're going to have a sense of being humble you know just just not to the point to where you know i have everything and you know i'm kind of stuck up you know what i'm saying we can still give them that uh understanding of understanding how to have a good heart even though you have everything that you need exactly more um, and like how you were saying, we don't want our children to experience the struggles that we've experienced. Like it was, it's not cool to, you know, not have anything to eat or have to eat a certain meal. Like Jesse was saying, because we just didn't have money. Like we were poor and, you know, we want to break that to where our children never have to experience a day of eating something you don't want to eat. I'm like, just thinking about life in general they're gonna have their own struggles in themselves 
uh, just period. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely want to make sure and try to make sure that it's not like financial problems or, you know what I'm saying? Just like where they barely making it. You know what I'm saying? I would like, I believe that, uh, they don't just have to go through things like that uh, in the different type of struggles that they're going to be experiencing in their lives. And like I said, even if they and even if they have a season where God might want to teach them something where he kind of pulled back that uh, they well, for a pullback. I mean, as for like on their finances where they can still be good and have that understanding where I'm still good. But, you know, what I'm saying this is just a, a, a season that I'm going through. But like I said, at the end of the day, we definitely want to make sure that we're drilling into them to be greater than uh, what we have. And when you think about the Bible, you know, that's how God want us to do. He want us to do greater things than what he did. You know what I'm saying? So that's scripture. So it's not only us just wanting them to just have more. We believe that that's biblical principles that should be, right. uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, lived out uh, in the in the world. Man, this this here has been talking about generational curse breaking and walking into the blessings. This is a heavy topic, and it's, this episode is filled with so many nuggets and so many truths in it, you know, to help um, someone else that possibly believe that they're called to be a generational curse breaker. So we're going to uh, take a break, but we hope you guys stay tuned for segment two as we go deeper into generational curse breakers and how to walk into the blessings of God. Hey, organic lovers, our team would like for you to stay connected to the organic love movement by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Organic Love. You can also subscribe to our website at www.organicloveministries.org. And if you feel that this organization has blessed you and you want to be a blessing to others, click the donate button on our website. Organic Love is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all proceeds will go towards helping others during their time of needs. You can also purchase Organic Love apparel, as well as the Organic Love 12 Strategies to Healthier Relationships book and workbook. So make sure you stay connected with Organic Love Movement and help us spread those organic love seeds throughout the world. Hey, 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 thank you guys for staying tuned in to Organic Love Radio. We are about to dive into segment two of episode eight, Generational Curse Breakers. Uh, we're going to start this segment off with a question. Uh, Jesse, what do you believe the characteristics are for someone who considers themselves to be a generational curse breaker? I believe that um, something that they definitely will have to have is drive, uh, dedication, uh, these are things that where, you know, I believe there's something that they possibly went through in their life. And so they're going to be definitely dedicated to a certain task or a certain mission that's in their heart uh, to perform to where uh, their kids or the next generation that they're bringing up. They're going to definitely uh, push, motivate and drive them to hit a certain target or possibly a certain goal that they know that uh, the generations before them wasn't able to hit. So I definitely can see someone having that, like I said, that dedication, that drive. You got to have that heart. 
uh, at certain times, you got to have that, what I would call that dog, that that, yeah. that go yeah. get it type yeah. of spirit to where you just not going to be stopped. I, I will not be denied in this particular area. Uh, my kid or, 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 or even myself, we are going to do this particular uh, thing, whatever you may call it. It, it is going to get done. And so you got to have that drive and that will and that, and that uh, mindset of, I won't give up. Right, I won't right. quit. I was like, um, this is something I would die for to make sure that it comes to life or to fruition. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You definitely got to have that, uh, that heart. Um, I would say that I believe that someone who considers themselves to be a generational curse breaker, I believe that they are, they are assigned, they're on assignment, um, to reverse the things, whatever it is that caused their bloodlines to function at a lesser, uh, capacity than the plan that God has for them. And I believe that, um, that they have to walk into that, um, the plans of God, you know, being a generational curse breaker is like, you have to be obedient. I believe that obedience is connected to being a generational curse breaker, because I believe that when you're walking in disobedience, that's when you're opening the door for the curses to happen. But I believe that when you're walking in obedience, you're also opening a door, but you're opening a door to walk into the blessing. And I also, you know, want to say that some of the doors that were open in our lives, we didn't open those doors. Even the things that happened to our parents, the generational curses, you know, that they were walking in. I don't believe that they, you know, some of those doors they did open, some of the doors we opened. But I believe that there are some doors that we didn't open as individuals that our ancestors before us opened those doors. And we were just carrying the things that they opened. Yeah. You know, even with that, I think about uh, to add on with it is being had that mindset of a disciple. Um, you know, and when you, how we break that down, you know, a disciplined learner. Right. So, okay, with that, you got to have that mindset of being able to be disciplined while actually still learning how to perform and to uh, move in the area where you're saying you're trying to go or you're trying to break that curse in that particular area. Right. Because a lot of times when you think about it, the reason that, that generational curse continues to function is because there's a lack of knowledge in that particular area. Right. 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 And so as you move forward, you want to try to get more knowledge in that area. Okay. For example, if, uh, growing up, uh, nobody really, uh, taught about, uh, credit scores and, you know, having good credit and how that could help you to uh, get by a house and stuff like that. So, somebody in the lineage gotta be disciplined enough to sit down and learn about credit learn about how how and how did you take the steps to get a house how did you take the steps to buy a house what 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 are the steps that you need to do to get your credit right why is it good to have good credit so when i think about that in some of those particular areas where you're saying you want to break generational curses there has to be a certain level of being a, a a disciple in that particular area so you can be disciplined and you can learn. You have to be disciplined enough also to do what you learn. Right. You right. you don't want to just learn a whole bunch of stuff and then you're not doing it. So right, therefore right. you need both of the components of you being disciplined and and you like I said, sitting down and learning what you need to learn. 
and like how you were saying being disciplined part of being disciplined is like obeying you know it i look at the scripture in deuteronomy 28 when it talks about you know carefully uh be careful and obey the lord and following his commands do what he's telling you to do because he has our life pretty much mapped out for us in his word and if you obey the instructions that he has given you will walk into the blessings I mean, in Deuteronomy, it clearly says that these are all the blessings that will come to you and stay close to you because you obey God. Like obedience, blessings come with obedience. And I just believe that the the lifestyle that we are living is we're trying to obey God as much as possible. And I believe that that's how we're tapped into the blessings of God. And we are causing a reverse reversal to happen within our bloodline based off of the re- relationship that we have in God and the, the fear that we have of wanting to honor him and obey him, you know? Yeah. Even when she just brought up fear, I was just thinking about that. And it made me think that you have a, you have to have a certain level of, where you're not fearing because where you where you're believing you're trying to go you got to think about it you nobody has treaded those waters yet right right, right. so it got to be a certain level of i don't care like i i, I still got to jump out there you know what i'm saying like how she was saying oh if god had told me that okay uh financially uh we're going to be to the point to where we're, we're really wealthy and we're able to give and uh, like I said, be the lender and not the borrower, right? Yes, and so, okay, so if that's going to happen, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to have to tread some waters that have never been traded before, you know? And so I'm going to have to have a level of understanding how to um, get a grip on fear and not let fear grip me. You know what I'm saying? That's a part of me just walking by faith and not by sight, you know? So, like I said, when I think about that, you just got to really have a sense of not really being scared to fail because a lot of time where you believe that you're going and a lot of time people be quitting in those particular areas because they, they they get fearful they get scared they quit and they just you know go back to doing what's the norm so yeah so so you definitely got to have a sense of not walking in fear uh like how we uh talked about that uh unapologetic unapologetic, unapologetic. you got to be unapologetically walking <laughs> in Whatever God is telling you to do, because I'm, I, I could almost guarantee you, you're going to have some some pushback. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yes. You're going to go down some roads where uh, you're trying to break that generational curse, and the enemy is saying, "No, you ain't. You ain't finna. I, this this been in your lineage for yes. for 30, 40 years, yes. and you think you' about to come and and break this little uh, cycle that I got going up, buddy? You got another thing coming, so you got to make sure that you telling him." I serve a God that already told me Come that on. I'm going to break this generational yes, curse. Yes. And so the, the battle is already won. All I got to do is just stay in the game and, 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 and just wait for the clock to run out. You know what I'm saying? But the battle, the game, it's, a, it's already my game. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to worry about the win or the loss. I just got to make sure I don't quit. Yeah, and like one of our leaders, he would always say that, you know, resistance, resistance is always going to be there. When you are a generational curse breaker and you are trying to cause a reversal in your lineage, in your family, there's always going to be some sort of resistance that's going to try to make you stop. Because just think about it. Why would the enemy um, just eat? Just why would he not mess with you? How can I say this? He's not going to mess with you as long as you're doing his work. But then when you're trying to make a positive change according to the word of God, that's when he's going to rise up and 
He gonna try to stop you. He gonna try to cause that resistance to make you quit. Man, it's the stuff is crazy. <laughs> you really think that the enemy just gonna easy just let you come through and just like I said disrupt? Yeah. What 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 uh, he's been doing? Yeah. What he didn't set in place for all these years? Of course not. And like I said, he's gonna try to give you that resistance because all he can because he knows that you do have the power to change the generation of curse he already know that so what he's banking on he's banking on you quitting or you not knowing that's it that you that you have that authority and that power that's 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 the only thing he could bank on he can't really stop you he can't stop you (laughs) i would like if god had already ordained for you to have and for, and for you to break this uh, certain generation of curse and you to walk in freedom in that in that particular era and uh, everybody behind you that's already ordained so he can't do nothing about it the only thing that he could try to do is to get you to believe that you don't have the authority that's the yeah. only thing he can do and try to get you to quit try to get you to be fearful Woo. that's it he <laughs> only thing he can try to do is get you to use your authority that you have against yourself I'm I need a mic because this would be that moment when I would like literally drop some mic. Like mm-hmm. seriously. Because he he wants you, it's almost like in the garden when he tried when he he's a manipulator and he'll try to get you to turn a lie or a partial truth into your whole truth. But at the end of the day, a lie is a lie. I don't care if you tell him 50% of the truth. It's a lie. And he wants you to believe these 50% of truth that he's whispering in your ear. And that's when you got to know the word of God. That's when you got to know what is God's will for my life. That's when you got to know what kind of power do I have? What type of authority do I have? How can I use this authority? What do I do, you know, to access this power? It's like the word of God is going to give you the answers to all of those questions so that you will not lack knowledge and you will walk in wisdom and you will reverse these generational curses and walk in the generational blessings because God is not withholding anything from you. He's not withholding anything from you. But the thing about it is you got to study the word of God to show yourself approved to see that, to know that you can handle this authority, to know that you can walk in this type of power. Man, a lot of these generational curses continue to uh, function. Like you're saying, it's really, it, it stems back to a lot of uh, just not having the knowledge. When you don't have the knowledge, uh, the enemy can continue to, to tell you or to try to teach you what he wants to teach you in, in that particular area of generational curse. But as you move forward, when I look at my life, it was because I learned the right uh, not not learn the right name but as i learned and got wisdom in that particular area it was a lot harder for him to keep me in that particular state of mind because i started really understanding and believing you know what i ain't gotta be like this i ain't gotta live from check to check i ain't gotta be broke i i don't i don't have to do these certain things that my dad did i don't have to do these certain things that my mom did i don't have to do these certain things that my uncle did or my auntie did and stuff like that like i don't i i start to really believe in the thing that god was telling me as i acquire more wisdom and more understanding that's why the bible talks about getting understanding right so as you can walk down uh and and and, and even with that it ain't even just only biblical understanding there are practical things like how we talk about the um the credit stuff that those are your credit score those are practical things that you want to 
uh, acquire wisdom in and get understanding in because they can help you in your everyday life. You know what I'm saying? Like how we talk about being powerful, but at the same time being practical. So you want to make sure that you're basically powerful in, in both areas to where you are getting the word of God and you're doing what God is telling you to do. But at the same time, he wants to teach you about uh, finances and, and he wants to teach you about credit scores. So therefore, you can teach that to your kids. And, and you know what I'm saying? Your kids don't come out of the gate with a... Uh, 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 credit score under 400 you know what I'm saying uh, he can teach you different strategies and tactics to where they already 18 uh, 19 years old 20 years old and credit score over 800 you know what I'm saying coming from the uh, where we come from that's not even really just heard of like you don't you don't talk about those type of things that's like people just don't know about that type of stuff so those are even just as major things for to teach and, and uh, change the generational curses in the, in that particular area just as much as any anything that you can think of. You know what I'm saying? That stuff is just as important. You know, setting your kids up for success in that area too, you know? Um, well, <laughs> I guess I'm going to kind of flip the script a little bit uh, hearing that Amber Alert because uh, our phones are on silent, but the Amber Alert came through. I just want to speak blessings over that child that they walk into their generational blessings and that nothing will harm them and that they're going to come out of this situation stronger than ever. And I pray that the authorities locate this child and that no hair, nothing is harmed on them. And I believe that um, by me speaking this over the sound waves, I believe that you listeners are coming into agreement with what we are saying, because um, we would like for that child to experience their generational blessings, just like we're talking about. Um, so I just want to kind of drop that in there. Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, that's good. I mean, this this is uh, to shift it. Basically, I mean, this is what uh, organic love is about. You know what I'm saying? It ain't. It's about real life, like you're saying, real people. Uh, that's a real situation that's really going on right now as we speak. And so, uh, we believe in that God is gonna move on the behalf of uh, what she said and that uh, child. And uh, that's going to be all right. and and even the, the the person that abducted them, you know that whatever they're walking in is uh, is not a blessing. That they uh that they that they use this situation to walk walk into their generational blessings and whatever this curse is or this spirit is that's causing them to abduct children and take children away from their safe places. Um, we just cancel that right now because, like we said, organic love. We talk about real life situations that happen to real people, and this is a real situation that's happening to real people but i believe that god can be in the midst of this situation and that both parties can experience the peace of god and a level of god like never before yeah man like i said i love it uh i thank god for the opportunity that we that he's allowed that he gives us to you know what i'm saying speak into people live you the authority that he's given us uh we're going to continue to do that man uh we just, like I said, we just blessed to be able to do this and uh, speak into people's lives and just uh, had the opportunity to, uh, you know, share our gift, the gift that God has given us. I believe that this gift is going to continue to grow. Uh, it's going to make room for us. We believe and we hope that uh, your lives are being blessed by the Organic Love Podcast, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And making sure that uh, as we bless you, that you share it and you bless somebody else. But like I said, these, this is real uh, Organic Love Radio at its finest to where, yeah, to where, you know what I'm saying, something happens at that particular moment and uh, it's real life, real stuff, you know, and I just love it. Yeah, and you know, 
organic. We talking about keeping it real. And that was one of those situations where we just kept it real. Like, I believe that some people probably would have been shaken and not know how to continue a recording, uh, especially a live recording like this. But I just believe that when you keep it 100 and you keep it real, people are really understand who you are, you know, and like not feel like this is something that's scripted. This is something, you know, like, no, nah, we just going to go with the flow and whatever God tell us to do, that's what we going to do. That's why this is Organic Love Radio. Yeah, I was, you know, me just thinking about it, that's like the beautiful part about it. I don't feel like uh, we have... We don't have to put on. We don't have to put on no facade. Or, uh, we can just actually be ourselves and uh, pour our heart out uh, through this podcast. You know what I'm saying? It's for some people and some people it's not for. You know what I'm saying? And that's fine. You know what I'm saying? We believe that the listeners that uh, do listen, that they are being blessed. And uh, yeah. this is just, it's just cool to just be real and like be ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, like I said, me personally, I love it. Yeah, I mean, and in closing, we want to encourage you all to um, just understand who God created you to be. And he created you to be a generational curse breaker. He wants you to walk into the generational blessings that he has laid out for you. Um, In Deuteronomy 28, it talks about the blessings and the cursing. So I would encourage you to go study Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 28, the entire chapter. And just uh, understand what blessings God have for you and how can you tap into these blessings and how can you disconnect from these uh, curses? And then I was just thinking, you know, just sitting there thinking, I'm thinking, okay, by her speaking that uh, over that child and then that person that abducted the child, you never know that might uh, be able to be the start of that being a generational curse breaker for that person that was the abductor, mm. you know what I'm saying? Because the spirit is going to move, right? Mm. And so as that happens, uh, you know what I'm saying? We might not never ever hear uh, how it affected them, but we just believe that it will. And you never know, that person might be a person that changed their whole life to where they're uh, set up a, a non-profit organization that helps with uh, helping people deal with a mindset of taking people you know what i'm saying or abducting kids you just never know how your obedience is unlocking something way across the world that you have no idea and even though you may not ever see or hear about what god has done you just continue to believe that you said you spoke and you said what you were supposed to say and your faith went and it's performing as we speak and so like i said it's just beautiful uh, to just have that faith and, and just believe that there are things that are working that we do not see and we just going to continue to believe and we uh, know that uh, just by her being obedient and speaking on that, God is in the midst and he's working on that situation right now. Exactly, exactly. Well, we are about to uh, log off for today. Um, we pray that this episode has blessed you tremendously. Make sure you stay connected with us um, on social media outlets at Organic Love. Make sure you subscribe to our website at www.organicloveministries.org and just make sure you share this. Give us some feedback. Hey man, check out the uh, new design of the uh, 
Faith Restoring Everything Satan Hijack, which is an acronym for Fresh. Yes. These fresh shirts. And that's on our Ignited Swag website, which is www.ignitedswagclothingline. No, it's www.ignitedswag.com. My mind is like all over the place right now after that Amber Alert. Um, but yeah, uh, make sure you stay connected with us and, you know, support, share. Even if you can't financially support us, share. I believe that somebody else uh, can get blessed by the episode. Subscribe to the podcast, man. And make sure you tell them, hey, up, uh, download Organic Love Radio. We are on eight different digital platforms. So the three major platforms that we're utilizing right now is Google Podcast, It's uh, Apple uh, Podcast, and Spotify. So make sure you download those to your um, mobile devices and stay connected with us. And until then, you guys have an organic love type of day. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to Organic Love Radio. We really appreciate every listener that takes the time out of their busy schedule to tune in and listen to what Organic Love Radio has to talk about. We would like for you guys to visit our website at www.organicloveministries.org. And while you're visiting the website, make sure you subscribe. Matter of fact, hit the shop button and represent your Organic Love apparel and the book, Organic Love, 12 Strategies to Healthier Relationships. Remember, all it takes is one seed of love to cause a multiplication of love to happen. And remember, at the end of the day, we just trying to keep it organic.